Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Timonini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, you will hear from Ohio State men's basketball coach Chris Holtman as his team prepares to head to the Big Apple to take on the North Carolina Tar Heels in this year's CBS Sports Classic from Madison Square Garden on Saturday. Holtman talks about this Saturday's game, as well as the recent buzzer beater and controversial victory over Rutgers, as well as some other personnel things happening within his program. Now, before we get into that audio, if you're finding this episode on our website, landgrantholyland.com, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you get all of the unique, varied perspectives and conversations that you won't find anywhere else other than Land Grant Holy Land. We are giving you a different podcast episode every single day of the week, and oftentimes, too, between the college football playoff coming up and men's and women's basketball, we have you covered from every possible Buckeye fan angle. So, now that we've got that out of the way, here's Ohio State men's basketball coach, Chris Holtman. All right, guys, good to be with you. Um, just a couple uh, updates here. Um, no real um, change in terms of uh, Isaac. We'll, we'll perhaps have more information uh, here soon. I know he's he's uh, spent some time back home and um, just had some uh, some tragic things that uh, he's he was working through there with people close to him. Uh, uh, as I mentioned, no update on Gene. He continues to uh, to make progress. <clears throat> as far as uh, uh, this week, obviously, we, we anticipate a potentially playing another Big Ten game. So there's a little bit of a gap in our schedule. Um, so we're practicing and preparing for a really good North Carolina team that was obviously a preseason number one in the country, deserving. They're talented. They're well-coached. Hubert does a great job. Um and uh, they present a lot of terrific challenges uh, for us as as we expected. So um, we'll dive deep into their preparation here towards the middle end part of the week. We'll continue to work on ourselves here. But uh, obviously great, uh, great respect for that North Carolina team, uh, Hubert, and uh, the challenge that will be presented on Saturday. I know this, this time of year always presents challenges trying to figure out schedules and things with the holiday and with finals. Um, how has this year then forced you to adapt maybe differently? How do you try to keep guys fresh and try to keep yourselves ready for a high-level game when you have a layoff like this? Yeah, I think the the rest is um, is good, Adam. I think the the challenge is it's it's too big of a gap in in the middle of the season. I, I you know. No coach would prefer to have this many days off uh, in the middle of your um, this early in the season. Uh, we, we really need to be playing games. Um, but the Big Ten decided to give us 19 games, um, you know, as opposed to two on the front end. So it's it's not uh, it's not something that we uh, necessarily would prefer. We need to figure out a way to stay sharp. We're going to have to do some things in practice. Uh, we have uh, North Carolina and then obviously Maine a couple of days later who, who won at Boston College. So we've got two more games before Christmas, and uh, we're going to need to do some things here in practice to to keep ourselves sharp. Does this allow you – can you treat this as almost like an extra preseason or training camp type of session where you can maybe dial in on some of the things that have – 
been frustrating you the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I, to, to a certain degree, I think we will as we move forward. Uh, some of it, we've, we've had some guys out with various uh, things they needed, like medical things. And then obviously with, with, with Isaac being gone. So our numbers have been limited. So we haven't been able to dive into that as much this, these past couple of days as I'd like to, but uh, we should, we should be able to get to that this week. Coach, I know you talked about it a little bit uh, after the game and on the radio, but just uh, after reviewing the tape more, I guess your, your thoughts on how Bryce responded to his first start in the Big Ten game, and then also your, your confidence in him to drop that play with, like, what, 20, 20 seconds yeah. to go? Yeah. Yeah, no, I just I feel like, um, you know, he's, he's probably our best guy, uh, you know, at creating his own shot, and I think that's what you're looking for late in games is those guys that can uh, create their own shot. And... Um, you know, there's an art to getting a shot off against great, great defense. Um, and he was being guarded by a really good player. I think if he'd have stopped maybe a half step early, I think he would have been able to get to um, get to a sweet spot there. But I've got tremendous confidence in his ability to do that. There'll be a number of guys we go to late uh, that we've identified, but he'll certainly be one of them. I thought Bryce did a good job. I thought his attention to detail defensively was good. Griffin, and it needs to be good. I think um, – uh, it needs to continue to grow out. His positioning was pretty good. Got beat on the glass a couple times. But um, all in all, that kind of performance in your first Big Ten game was was really solid. And we know, you know, all the, all the little things that Isaac does, but I guess going a whole game without him there in Big Ten play, what did, what did you notice that kind of the, the team misses the most in his absence? Uh, de- just his impact defensively. I, I think that and some of his playmaking, his rebounding, um, you know, I think we're going to have to figure out team, you know, teams are going to really shrink the floor sometimes when he's out there. So I think we've got to figure out uh, some areas there uh, in terms of attacking offensively. But it's hard to replicate his physicality defensively, his ability to guard five positions. He's got good attention to detail. He's a really smart defender. And then he also does create some easy scores for us in transition with his ability to push the ball. Uh, so I think all those things um, we missed. Our, our defense, defensive numbers were, were not great against Rutgers. Um, uh, I think in part, you know, we did miss his, uh, him, him not being there. You mentioned on the radio show you guys might scrimmage. Is that just internally or yeah. would you look to get somebody in? No, we can't do that right now. So it would just be an internal, you know, try to, try to get, uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes of real live scrimmage action right now um, I mean I don't want to make too much of the break we did play on Thursday but still it's you know to have a week six seven days now if you said hey flip it and let's do it in January when you have this phew, sign me up I'm all for that I would do that in a heartbeat in, you know January February I just don't prefer it to be right now um, I just I think we'll need that break come January February versus right now you talked a lot about Tanner on, on the radio show as well where is it that you still need to see more from him? Defense. You said, okay. Yeah, his defense. Yeah. Well, he's I- uh, got to guard the ball better. Um, he's got to be more just solid in what we do there. Um, he's getting attacked too much. He's a good athlete, and he's capable of doing it, but uh, too many defensive lapses right now. And I think most people would have expected – scoring to be what he, he offered and where you wanted to see him contribute. Obviously, you know, the jump up in level and you talked about consistency playing at that level, but what does he need to bring on that end that, or maybe he doesn't, maybe that's not something that you guys expected from him. I think it'll come. He just, he's not, you know, some of it's not his fault. He isn't at quite the shot volume. 
you know, that, that, uh, he's had. So that's, that's not his, that's not his fault. He's, um, you know, that's, that's not on him. It's just the byproduct of kind of the makeup of our team. But, uh, what's going to get him on the floor right now is just rebounding his attention to detail defensively. And he'll be fine scoring the ball. He had a good look from three. He had a good look in transition. Loved his attack in transition the first half. But, you know, um, that's not what we need at the, you know, at the forefront for him. When you look, uh, first time this season that you guys have really been tested with a minute to go down the stretch there, when you find a way to win a game like that so early in the year, how can that help this team grow? Oh, I think it's, it's a tremendous, uh, it can be a tremendous help. Um, because you know you're going to play in a number of those games. Now, are there going to be 19 of those games coming up? I don't know, but there's going to be a lot of them. You know, the Duke game had the chance to get there if we could have cut it to three or four uh, in those those last three minutes where we had a chance to cut it from five to three or uh, from six to four. I think it could have it had a chance to get there, but uh, that was really our, our first that went down, I guess, to the last uh, minute, so to speak. Um, so to, to be able to, um, I think what I was impressed with our guys was I don't, you know, I don't want to minimize the fact that Bruce had to go up and make two free throws to put us in that position. Um, and then our guys really did do a good job spacing and executing off of that missed free throw, kind of what we were running, which allowed the defense to be a little bit spaced enough for Tanner to make that uh, great shot. So uh, that was good to see. I know you don't like the break, but with, you know, the first part of the season kind of done here, does it give you a chance to evaluate your team more and kind of pinpoint some areas that you want to be better as you do move really into Big Ten play? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think no question. I think, um, uh, that it, you know, it, it continues to be at the beginning, good handoff there, it continues to be at the beginning uh, defense. Uh, I think that has to be, um, that has to continue to be where we grow and improve. And, uh these next couple of days, hopefully, um, that and rebounding. But our rebounding numbers have steadily grown, but I know that's a, that's an area that, that can always get us. Chris, looking at North Carolina, Pete Nance is a guy you're yeah. familiar with. Was it Northwestern? Yeah. How does he complement this North Carolina team? He's just a really good player. He's a really good player. He's a mismatch at 6'10", uh, can shoot threes, can drive it, uh, really skilled, uh, can score in the long post. Great length. It's a great, great pickup for them because he's he's a really good player and uh, adds to just their ta- their backcourts. Maybe the best backcourt in the country. Baycott's a tremendous player. Uh, they've got another team that can they can get to a Final Four. There's no question. And then more on Baycott. I mean, he's one of the best bigs in the country. You guys have faced pretty good bigs so far this season. But what separates Armando from from the pack? Size and physicality. Yeah, his size and physicality. I think that's the biggest thing. Can score in the low post. He's just uh, he's a tremendously talented player. Hi, Chris. Hey. Um, you, if I'm wrong, please correct me. I'm trying to think back to after the Duke game. I think you were a, a little critical of Zed from an activity standpoint, energy um, at, after that night. If I'm wrong on the game, uh, correct me. But I, I, I think first back, half. You're yeah, right. First half. Yeah, it, I think it, the first half is when I was uh, didn't mean to cut you off, but no. that was when I was most critical. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking his response since then. 
yep. uh, especially first half against Rutgers. When you think about the performer you saw on that night, yep. can you walk us through his development and what you have to see out of him every night to get you where you need to be? I think for him, for us to have a, a good year, he's he's going to have to be really consistent. I'm not saying we're asking what he did against Rutgers every night because that was a tremendous offensive performance, but. He can't have the gaps in consistency that we saw last year. And we've got to help him with that. And we've got to challenge him with that because um, uh, he's now a junior. Uh, with that comes expectations. And one of the expectations is the consistency of performance. And uh, I think that's what he's got to continue to do and grow in. Um, again, it's not going to be 22 and 14 or 24 and 14 every night. But um, – uh, we did challenge him at halftime of the Duke game. I thought he responded. Um, you know, I think Zed's going to see a lot of different types of defenses. He's going to see traps. Uh, he's got to begin to handle. He's got to handle those better. His ball screen defense has to improve. But uh, yeah, to your point, he's responded well. Coach, you touched a little bit on Roddy after the game, and then in the radio show today, uh, you noted that you think that he's. You're going to see a different player come January, February. You know, what have you seen from him in practice right now that leads you to believe that? And uh, how important is he going to be with Ice out right now? Yeah, I think he's really important. And it'll be even more important, yeah, with, with Isaac, um, uh, without Isaac. I, it just He's a two-way player. His defense is ahead of his offense. He's He's got a chance to, uh, I think, grow offensively. I think we could see a different player come February offensively than what we do now. But he's got to keep working. Um but uh, he's 6'4", long, good defensive instincts, can really move, and, and we need that. And um, I thought he gave us some good things in the Rutgers game. Uh, I really did. on the defense and rebounding and overall defensively your numbers have slid a little bit yep. the last couple of yeah. games I just wonder are you seeing trends is that matchup stuff is I mean obviously ice not being there last game has an impact but uh, defensively what have you seen the last couple of games um, just too many um, um, too many lapses Adam you know too many lapses uh, if I'm being honest just just um, too many pockets of uh, of play where we have to be um, more consistent in our details and in our approach. Um, that's probably the biggest thing. Is that is that easy to correct in practice? Or are those things that when you show them on film, can those can those be easily learned? Or, or what is it like trying to, I guess, prevent lapses? Yeah, I think um, I think it's both. I think um, our older guys need to lead the way with that and uh, lead the way in embracing how, how important that's going to be for this group. Um, you know, uh, again, our offensive numbers are, as they've been the last, you know, few years are highly efficient, highly efficient. Um, I'm not sure it'll stay like that, but, but defensively we've got to close the gap and, and our older guys have to lead the way there. And then no, go ahead. Just one more thing about Carolina, because obviously they entered the season number one team yeah. in the country. They've had some struggles. What is it like preparing for a team that the results to this point maybe haven't matched up to the talent that you see on film and that they were expected of at the beginning of the season? Yeah, I, I think you you know with this Carolina team, it, it'll even out. They'll they'll get on a run, uh, and and they're really talented. They're they're well coached. Uh, they'll they'll be fine. Uh, I think you know they'll get on a run. I certainly think they can win the ACC. Um, so 
Um, you know, what they have is a, is a team full of, of really good players and a great system. So, uh, I think they're, they're certainly as talented as any team we have played. Uh, I think like a lot of teams, they've had a couple stumbles early. Um, but it's, it's November and December right now. So, uh, as we saw with them last year, they can go on a tear late. They went on a tear late in the season and then that trans really transferred into the, the postseason. Chris, back in the olden days of college basketball four years ago, when you could uh, bring in a transfer and have them sit like CJ yeah. and Justice, those days are now gone. How, how have you had to change your approach to how, who you target and how you target them? I think it's still, we're still, it's still evolving. You know, I think we're still trying to figure that out. Um, the immediate transfer uh, comes with some expectations. You know, you could sit and wait and observe and you got a better feel for them in practice. Um, honestly, I think we're still trying to figure that out. Um, I think we're trying to learn and figure out, you know, what transfers work best uh, for us. Um, and we've always talked about maybe wanting to plug a hole. You lose a Malachi that you weren't expecting to, to, to lose. So you got to get Sean McNeil. Um, those kind of situations. Um, but I think we're, it's, you know, we're still learning that, honestly. What percentage of your eight-hour workday um, is, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is spent just dealing with the constant change? Spent with what? I'm sorry. Just dealing with the constant change of college sports right now. Uh, you know, I think you can get consumed with that. And, you know, it really takes you off of what's 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 most important, which is coaching your team. Uh, there's certainly times where you get frustrated. You have conversations with your coaches uh, or with other coaches. And, um, you know, it can take you down a road that just doesn't help you perform at the best ability to, to, to coach your team. So, uh, you know, listen, I, I think some of that's a conversation we'll have in, in the off season. Um, and, you know, I've said this coaches, you know, in general, we, we, you know, we're, we like to complain, uh, doesn't do any good really for any of us. Uh, the reality is, um, uh, we all are blessed to, to do this and we've got to figure out with this new changing landscape of college sports, how we can do it to the best of our ability. The good thing is the season is so all-consuming that I don't really have time to, to think much about it right now. Okay, thanks, guys.